Our scripture today is 1 John 4, 7 through 12. Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. This is how God showed His love among us. He sent His one and only Son into the world that we might live through Him. This is love. Not that we love God, but that He loved us and sent His Son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. Dear friends, since God loved us, we also ought to love one another. No one has ever seen God. But if we love one another, God lives in us, and His love is made complete in us. Now, Ed's going to come and preach on love today. So let's show him love back. Good morning. It's an honor to get to come this morning and preach what God's laid on my heart to you. And as you know, the scripture comes from 1 John. And in the entire book of 1 John, really, the apostle and disciple of Jesus who... If I'm not mistaken, was sent to exile, and he he was writing this letter to the Christians of this era to encourage them to stay strong in the faith and to seek God more and to keep a strong relationship with God. And he was warning them about false prophets also, which is a lot of the first half of this chapter, or the first half of. First John is about warning against false prophets. So in order to keep them encouraged, he keeps them, he tells them, you guys need to keep a strong faith in God. Love one another because this is the bond, the love of God. And there's two verses I really want to focus on this morning. In this passage, it's primarily about loving one another. And this is the encouragement I want to give to you today. But also, the first two verses, he writes, Dear friends, let us love one another, for love comes from God. Everyone who loves has been born of God and knows God. Whoever does not love does not know God, because God is love. And in order to love others, what do we have to do? We must first Not only love ourselves, but we must first also love God. I remember a time in my junior year of college. You know, I got back from the summer. I got back to school. I was on this kind of a spiritual high. I felt good. I felt close to the Lord. And as many of you know, it doesn't take long for the old devil to come in and kind of knock us off our pedestal. And that's what happened to me. I got attacked by the devil in a very brutal way that I've seen it. And I went from a mountaintop to one of the worst valley experiences I ever had. And in this valley, I felt constantly like I was being crashed with the waves of life. I felt like I was drowning in water. I felt like I could not breathe. There was no 
room for me to breathe and seek God because I felt like I was constantly under attack. And then I realized one day that I can't keep going like this. How can I be a minister of the gospel if I'm constantly dwelling in my heartache? And so I got to thinking, I've got to figure out the heart of my problem. Where is the roots of the problem that I'm facing? And the heart of my problem was the problem of my heart. I had been deceived by the enemy and I'd been overtaken by sin. And at times I felt like I was bathing in sin. And this really devastated my love for God. It, in some points I questioned, God, I don't feel like I really love you. That's how deep the problem of my heart was. Is it attacked the love of God? Because the language of the enemy is lies. And that's what he speaks. And his lies are so easily believable. You know, we say we're never going to get loose from these chains. I remember times just sobbing to God saying, I don't know if I will ever become free from the bondage that has me held captive. And the truth is, is that it was all lies. There is freedom. And then I realized, I, I can't keep going like this. I have got to seek God. I've got to find God. So what did I have to do? I had to restore my relationship with the Lord. I had to restore the love I felt for God. Because God is love. And there is power in God. There is power in love to break free of these chains. To break free of all addictions and all evil and sin that comes our way and holds us captive. And like I said, in order to love others like what I had been called to do, I have been called by God to love people from a shepherd's perspective. I've been called to be a senior pastor of a church. And I can't live with myself, you know, seeking to be a pastor and trying to be a pastor while held captive to sin. So I had to restore my relationship with God. I had to restore my own love for God before I can teach others how to love God. And John writes again, anyone who loves has been born of God and knows God and whoever does not love does not know God because God is love. When a baby is born and you know when they Right after the baby's born, they take it and give it to its mother. And they can look each other in the eyes. That process is called a chemical called oxytocin. And what it does is when a mother looks into the eyes of her baby, there is a bond that is being built within the mother and her child. And this is a very strong chemical. It... It's not, you know, like a liquid chemical. It's just an emotional brain. It makes us feel love. But it's very intimate. It's not like 
oh, I love you as a brother or I love you as a sister. But it's much deeper than that. This bond takes place between a husband and a wife and between a child and their mother and parent. And the same thing happens between us and God. When we are born of God, there is a bond that is built within us, between us and God. And this bond is almost inseparable. Have you ever noticed that when you're at times not on speaking terms or there's some tension between you and a really, really close person that you dearly love? Have you ever noticed and paid attention to the heartache and the discomfort we feel? When there is that tension or when there is that separation, that is because that bond has been made between you and that other person. The bond that you really do love that person and you really do care for them. And you don't like that separation because of love. And the same thing happens between us and God. When we are separated from God, we feel that heartache. We feel the need to come back. And just like in our personal relationships or anything in the world, when we feel separation from something, we want to seek something out to find anything that will recreate that bond. And the truth is, there's nothing that can recreate the bond between you and God except for God Himself, who is love. And I remember... You know, during this time that I felt attacked by the waves of life, I felt true separation from God. My heart was screaming, saying, God, help me. God, save me. I am apart from you because that bond had been built. And I got to thinking, God, I can't love anybody if I don't love you because outside of you there is no love. And in these verses, God says, or John says, God is love. And if you do not know God, you do not know love. In order to truly love, we must first know love and God is love. This is how God showed us his love among us. He sent his one and only son that we might live through him. Jesus Christ is that bond that connects us with God. Jesus is that one, that vessel that we look through to see God. The one we look through and go through to build that connection that we may truly know love. And by knowing love, we know God. And with God, we have all the power in the world to love others. And that's what we're commanded to do. But... How can we love if we do not know love? How can we love if we do not know God who is love? He says, this is love. Not that we loved God, but that God loved us and He sent His Son as an atoning sacrifice for our sins. He showed us His love by sending Jesus to die for us. And He says... This is love. Not that we loved God, but that He loved us and sent His Son to be the propitiation for our sins. 
He sent God, Jesus as the atoning sacrifice. And that is love that he died for us. When Jesus was in the upper room sitting with his disciples and they were taking communion or they were eating the last supper and he breaks bread and says, this is my body which was broken for you. And he takes the cup and says, this is my blood. And he says, and John records this in John chapter 14 in the gospel, verse 6, I am the way, the truth, and the life. And no one comes to the Father except through me. Jesus is the only way that bond can be built. Jesus is the oxytocin of our relationship between God and ourselves. And when that bond is broken, we oftentimes go to everything under the sun except for God to seek reconciliation in that bond. But the truth is we can't do that outside of Jesus Christ. For he is the only way. And he is the only one that can reconnect that bond. And my junior year when I kind of backslid or really felt separated from God. I tried to go to everything. But it didn't work. A lot of people go to some type of substance or process. Mine was a process that got me. We try to find love in other people, but we still feel that disconnect. And I noticed that during my time of disconnect, I did not love people the way I, the way I did when I was truly, intimately loving and seeking God. How can we be obedient to the will of God if we're not seeking God in our own lives? How can we teach people to love if we do not know love ourselves? But once we have been born into God, we know love. And so when we are separated from God, doesn't mean that we no longer know love, but that we're separated from the love that we are bound with. So we have to find reconciliation in our own lives in order to seek obedience in Christ's commands by loving others. And at the very end of this chapter, he says that love is made complete in us when we are bonding with God and seeking God every day, all day. Paul says, pray without ceasing. Dwell in the presence of God without ceasing. And when we dwell in love, love is made complete in us. And I broke apart from love because my flesh grew weak because I stopped talking to God. Just like the longer we're apart from someone, the longer we are held distant from them, the weaker our relationship gets with them. And when we go back up to that person or to whomever, you know, there's almost an awkward tension there. And we get together and we're like, hey, hi, how are you? And the, it's awkward, but we have to get beyond that. That awkwardness comes from the broken bonds. So we have to seek God constantly. How, how is this love broken? How is this bond rebuilt and reunited? 
by seeking Jesus. By saying, Jesus, restore me, renew me, bring reconciliation to me. And as we dwell in the presence of God, as we dwell in His Word, through prayer, through reading, love is made complete in us. And by love being complete in us, we can then, in return, love others. As you may have noticed, our world is getting less and less loving toward others. We look at the homosexual community and the government and ourselves. There was a pastor who made a very poor, ungodly comment about the homosexual shooting in Orlando. He said, it's a shame that God or that they didn't kill more. That's terrible. That's not love. That's what happens when we get separated from love. Is we're called to love the sinner and hate the sin, not hate the sinner and love the sin. As the farther we get away from Christ, the more we get that mixed up. As we begin to love the sin and hate the sinner. By that's being disobedient to God by loving the sin and hating the sinner. We're called to love one another. And if we ourselves are living in sin, or if, we're, if we do not have love made complete in us, how can we love someone else the way that Christ has commanded us to love? We've got to find reconciliation in ourselves before we can show the world true love. We can still love people, but it will never be in the way we love them if we have Christ in our lives. I can love an object, but I have no emotional bond with that object. If, if I go without it, I, I wrecked my car about a month ago. I loved my car. It was a great car, got good gas mileage, and good gas mileage plus poor college students equals happy college students. But when, my, when I totaled my car, I've been without my car for a month. I have no emotional attachment to it. It's an object. It can be replaced. But the love of God can be not, cannot be replaced by any other thing. None other than Christ Jesus who is the vessel between us and God that love is sent through. So this morning, if you have a broken relationship with God, if you have, a, if you have not yet experienced the true love of God, I want to invite you to seek reconciliation. To seek true love. Because just as a mother looks into the eyes of her child, God has looked into the eyes of us as we've been born into Christ. And love is made within us. And love is known within us. So I don't know if we have a song ready as we close. But I want to invite you to find love between you and God and build that bond, build that connection within yourself. And as love is made complete in you, you are then able to go out and love others and show them the love of Christ because Christ is in you and people will see the Christ who is in you. People know who the real deal is. People can tell when you're being fake or genuine. 
And when you are truly dwelling in the presence of God, there's no denying it. People can call you fake, but that's generally because of their own insecurities. There's no denying the love of Christ. In Paul's letter to the Romans in chapter 8, he writes about love and the inseparable love of God. He says in verse 37 through 39, But in all these things we overwhelmingly conquer through Him who loved us. For I am convinced that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor principalities, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor any other created thing will be able to separate us from the love of God, which is in Christ Jesus. There is nothing that can truly separate us from the love of God. Even when we go away from Christ, that bond is still there. That love is still there. We just got to quit seeking love and everything else and go back to Christ. And when we come back to Christ, it will be made complete in us. And we will be able to show people the complete love that is in God. And God is love. And He loves you very much. And I want to open up the altars or and open up the opportunity for you to seek God, to seek reconciliation in love, that love may be made complete in you. And maybe if you have any other burden you want to pray for, I invite you to come and seek those out in Christ. And He will rebuild that bond and reunite you. And you may truly know and experience love. I invite you to come as we sing.